Have you ever considered how the concept of mob mentality shows up in the business world? I mean, how often do we unknowingly follow the herd instead of our own path? Well, today we delve into this intriguing paradigm and rediscover the power of authentic entrepreneurial direction. Be sure to check out the show notes for a resource to draft the right plan for you. Now, let's get started. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure it out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is Determined AF. Welcome back to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam, and today I'm going to dive into an important paradigm that I think every entrepreneur, well, really every individual, should be aware of, and that is the intersection between mob mentality and personal alignment. Hang with me here. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts the other day, which is completely not a biz pod, but your girl just loves some true crime. So Sword and Scale is one of those that I listen to when I'm on some really long drives, and he likes to bookend his episodes with a little relatable life lesson. And on this one, he was talking about mob mentality. And he posed an amazing reflection question that I found relatable to the entrepreneurial world. I mean, mob mentality. It does sound ominous, doesn't it? But let's unpack it, okay? Mob mentality, or you may have heard it called herd mentality, it occurs when people adopt behaviors or make decisions or embrace these beliefs primarily because so many others are doing the same thing. It's that internal thought process that kind of makes us think, Well, if everyone else is doing it, then it's probably the right thing to do, or maybe it's the best strategy to take. Let me, let me paint a little bit of a picture here, and I'm going to go on a very simple term with a widely observed societal example here. I want you to think about Black Friday sales, where crowds of people rush into stores, and sometimes they're sidelining courtesy and just general human civility. You know you've seen those videos, right? And they're all there just to snatch up these deals off of the shelves. It's not always about the actual value of the discount. It's about being a part of that deal-getting crowd. And while this may seem completely unrelatable or benign, I know you're now wondering how does that translate into the world of entrepreneurship, though? Well, let me give you another example, but more of an entrepreneurial instance of mob mentality. Some years back, the startup scene witnessed a sudden surge in companies just developing and launching mobile apps. It didn't even matter whether their business model needed one or not. It just became the in thing to do. If you were a startup without an app, 
you are perceived as being out of touch or not cutting edge enough. And this led to so many companies spending significant amounts of time and resources on apps that didn't add tangible value to their businesses or even to their customers. And then some went under because they spread themselves too thin, all for the sake of being a part of the app wave. The driving force, not wanting to be left out, and a desire to mirror perceived success markers in the industry. Well, this is where the tension arises for entrepreneurs. Trends come and they go. But should every business ride every wave? And yes, there were some that benefited from the app boom. Others found themselves just kind of adrift, realizing too late that they had acted out of fear of missing out rather than genuine alignment with their business objectives. You see, mob mentality, while momentarily enticing, it can actually steer businesses into some pretty treacherous waters. One of the most significant risks is that this herd following behavior can lead to the misallocation of crucial resources. Businesses, same as entrepreneurs and especially solopreneurs, they may find themselves investing heavily in these short-term trends and then they divert time and money from the activities that genuinely align with their core objectives. So this not only wastes resources, but it can also erode your customer trust because today's consumers value authenticity and they can sense when brands aren't genuine. So you don't want to lose your unique brand identity and you want to make sure that you're only implementing the strategies and the trends that are in alignment with you and your customers' needs and vision, right? The problem that you are looking to solve. I mean, the world of business has its trends and popular, quote unquote, routes to success. Yes. And while there's no harm in drawing inspiration from these, the dangers arise when we, as entrepreneurs, find ourselves doing something merely just because everybody else is doing it. It becomes a challenge for us to discern whether we're operating from a place of genuine interest and alignment with our vision, or are we simply going with the flow of what the rest of the crowd is doing? So if you catch yourself falling victim to the crowd, a good question to ask yourself to check in and even just doing it regularly is, would I be doing this if no one else was? This is the litmus test for personal alignment, you guys. It's an invitation to return to your unique why. Are you adopting new software because everyone else in your industry is? Or does it genuinely align with the needs of your business, such as with the startup industry and those apps? Are you shifting to a new business model because it's the latest fad? Or do you believe in its long-term viability for your unique venture? I think it's extremely important here that we talk about the fact that you can certainly do new things. You can try on the things that other people are doing if you're going to be really intentional about holding a mirror up to that strategy along with your brand vision and what is authentic for you. Does it align with all of your long-term goals? So how do we ensure that we aren't just another sheep in that herd? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to give you five actionable steps, okay? First one, I want you to know your values and your vision. At the heart of every successful venture lies this foundation that is built on well-defined values and a clear vision. 
These aren't just words on paper, you guys. They represent the essence of who you are as an entrepreneur and what your business stands for. So they serve as that guiding light. It helps you navigate through all of those shiny object syndrome things that include the trends and the ideas and these ever-evolving business models. When you choose to take on purposeful business planning, it's these values and vision that should be your starting point and make sure that they are integrated through every step. Each year, be intentional about your annual business plan. Every strategy that you draft, every campaign that you launch, every product that you develop, every service that you offer should be a reflection of this core. This way, when you're faced with decisions, especially those that are going to pull you in different directions, refer back to your foundational values and your overarching vision. So if a new opportunity or trend doesn't resonate or align with them, it's a sign to tread cautiously or maybe completely steer clear because you want to ensure that it doesn't take away from your, the intentional strategies that you already purposefully planned for those activities that you know will get you to goal. It's this unwavering commitment to your values and vision that's going to ensure longevity, authenticity, and true success in the business realm, okay? Second thing, constant self-reflection. Y'all, the journey of entrepreneurship is not just about external growth. It is intrinsically tied to personal growth. Regular self-reflection, it's a tool that allows you to stay in tune with your inner compass. You know that I feel strongly about this. By setting moments aside to reflect, you can evaluate the alignment between your actions and your core beliefs. It's not about second-guessing every decision, but ensuring that each step that you take is genuine and purpose-driven. Journaling, for instance, it can be a powerful method. If you've heard me talk before, you know I like to journal every single morning. By pinning down your thoughts, your successes, the fears, and the things that you're learning, you get a tangible representation of your journey, something that you can even go back and look on. Over time, you start to see patterns. You understand your triggers. You identify the activities that excite you or drain you, and you become better equipped to make decisions that resonate with your true self. So remember, in the fast-paced world of business, taking a pause for self-reflection can be the most forward-moving action that you take, okay? Number three, while we're talking about reflection, let's talk about quarterly business reflection. Instituting a quarterly business reflection is a disciplined way to ensure that you're not drifting away from your foundational strategies. Every three months, set intentional time aside to revisit your business plan. This is a good time for you to dive deep into the metrics. Which strategies are actually producing results and which ones are underperforming? This isn't just about the numbers, but about alignment. Maybe you rolled out a marketing campaign expecting a high engagement, but it didn't resonate as anticipated. I want you to reflect on why. Was it off-brand? Or maybe a campaign launch didn't meet sales expectations. Was the market research exhaustive enough? Was it actually the verbiage and it didn't sound authentic or it wasn't resonating directly with your client? Or did the activities in these strategies 
even light you up? What was your energy like? So it's not just about troubleshooting. It's also about celebrating the milestones and the wins, understanding what propelled them. So if you were really excited about something and you talked about it all the time and you saw really great sales from that, really reflect and find out what was it about that that stood out to you. If you've got a small team or a big team, doesn't matter, encourage feedback from them. Often they've got insights that can be pivotal as well. And of course, document, document, document. These quarterly reflections over time provide this roadmap of your business journey, the highs, the lows, the adaptations, the evolutions, the rooms for opportunities. By ensuring these checkpoints, you fortify that venture that you have against potential misalignments and you solidify the trajectory towards success. Okay, the fourth thing, limit your exposure. Y'all, information, it once was this luxury, but now it's this endless overload thanks to internet and social media. And yeah, staying informed is completely crucial, but there's this fine line between consumption and inundation. Continuously being swayed by the latest trends or news can cloud your judgment. So it might be beneficial to periodically detox from all the overwhelming sources of information. Curate your exposure to content that only adds value or enlightens you, inspires you, motivates you, or just genuinely informs. This isn't about turning a blind eye, but just about being selective on what you focus on. By purposefully choosing what you consume, you ensure that your decisions aren't reactionary, but that they're grounded in your broader vision and strategy. You know that I'm also going to mention that you can limit your exposure by being really disciplined about how often you're looking at social media feeds, what type of social media you are really digesting and consuming, and turning down those apps sometimes. Pay attention to your energy. See how much of that is tied to what you're scrolling on the feeds, okay? Fifth thing, educate yourself. Y'all, the entrepreneurial realm, it is widespread with stories of all sorts of ventures that skyrocketed on the wings of a trend, but plummeted when it faded. While trends offer opportunities, it is knowledge that provides sustainability. Y'all, a trend can be a shiny object syndrome or a shiny object can just be one of those things that you just now learned about. You saw the potential. You heard somebody else was doing it. But before embracing a new idea or a direction, invest some time in understanding the nuances of it. Dive deeper into the root of it, to the potential implications of you jumping onto some trend. And what is the long-term viability? I want you to engage with experts, attend the workshops, enroll in the courses. Don't get distracted by the buy now and save X amount of dollars. Yes, that is why they're doing that there. It is a psychological thing to entice you to sign up now. But an educated decision made after thorough research and understanding, those stand the test of time. It differentiates a bad chasing decision from a visionary leader who blends the best of what's current with a timeless strategy. Again, it's not about jumping on the bandwagon, 
just because it sounds like something that you can pull off that you want to do. But really think about what is the strategy? What is the entire funnel of how this is going to look and how it's going to integrate into my business? Does it make sense? Educate yourself. Make sure that you are thoroughly informed before jumping on the trend or the shiny object. Okay? So to sort of wrap this up, I'm going to remind you that it is sticking with those activities that excite you and staying true to your values that will support sustainability and longevity for you and your business. It's not only going to enhance your business success, but it will reduce the risk for burnout and financial waste. It's completely natural, y'all, to seek belonging and to fit in with the crowd. And as entrepreneurs, it's paramount that we are also trailblazers, we are forward thinkers, and we are innovators. We want to challenge the status quo, but you want to make sure that it is still aligned with your unique vision and the values that you have at your core. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be hard. It is daunting. It is not for the weak. It takes work. It is not the simplest thing. So it might seem daunting, but it's also where true innovation and authenticity lie. The crowd isn't always right, but you can be if you stay true to yourself. So don't feel like you always have to fall into the herd. Check in with yourself and make sure that the decisions, the strategies, and the direction lines up that it's in alignment. Because I know that if you are determined to have an aligned and long-term business, you can make this happen. You can keep yourself out of the herd and do what is right for you.